0: Previously on Live at 605. Oh shit, someone's banging at the door. Hold on. Stay on the line, Jerry. Let me see what it is. Hello? Who's there?
1: Yo, Chaboy back up in here. I got fucking beef with you, bitch!
0: Ch-boy, easy now. I see, I see what you got in your hand That Just lower it. Just let's talk. Put it not, down. Not, put it not, down. No, no, man, no. Man, don't do it. Not. Put it down. You can't. You can't.
2: John Mallon.
0: Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is big old season five of Live at 605 with your boy, John Mallon. (laughs) Season five premiere. Season five premiere. With your boy John Mallon and the award winner, creative manager, all-around stud, Val Gomez. Am
3: I, am I a guy in this season?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
3: I've never heard of a girl actually referred to as stud. As stud? <laughs> well, stud? I
0: well, mean, I mean stud in the sense that you're just, like, kicking ass type of okay. thing.
3: The other definition not of stud. stud you know, there's two definitions <laughs> of stud.
0: One where I think a stud could be, like, a, a, a John, like a prostitute. Not a prostitute, okay. but, like, a, a guy who sells hookers or something like that. <laughs> I mean stud as in, like, a cool dude. Like, you're doing good stuff.
3: Yeah, one would have thought that our communication would have got better in five seasons.
0: You would have think so. I <laughs> crazy thing is I feel like I'm ready for radio now because, it, no, you guys can't see what I'm doing, but I'm literally taking the mic back and forth and I'm, like, moving off my <laughs> it's hand. It's
3: omnidirectional, though. You don't have to.
0: That's true. Well, <laughs> we have been off for a couple of weeks now, but it feels good to be back. Yeah. Uh, a lot of crazy shit has happened, yeah, as I usual. Yeah, uh, Not even
3: to just us, in no, the world.
0: In the world, yeah. Yeah? I only know things Malaysia that happen Malaysia boat. Oh, sunk. yeah, yeah.
3: Friggin' Armageddon weather here.
0: Armageddon weather. There was the... You came
3: back from New York.
0: Yeah, I'm all done New York. When did we even... When did we start mentioning that? We mentioned that the last season, right? Like. Yeah. Started season four. I wasn't. I didn't even know that I was going to New York. Yeah. Halfway through, I figured out I was going to New York. Season five premiere. I'm all done with my six weeks in New York. Definitely. So. Season
3: six, we're moving to New York.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna get into that possibly. That may or may not be a tease for you guys to keep on listening. But uh, we got a lot to get to this week. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. I wrote down mm-hmm. some notes. Uh, I
3: didn't write down any. You didn't write it.
0: That's okay. I'm trying to think where we should start. Um,
3: From the beginning.
0: Okay. Well, as you guys uh, may or may not remember, season four ended kind of crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, our uh, show was fucked up.
0: That was fucked up. For you guys who don't remember, I actually just played a clip at the start of the mm-hmm. show, uh, like a previously on. So. I had to fire at the end of season four Chiboy, the voiceover artist who has like the really high voice. Yeah.
3: Not to be confused with me. No.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, as your sibling th- slot.
0: I know, they thought you were Chiboy. I'm like, no, Chiboy's an <laughs> actual person. <Yeah. laughs> we-
3: I'm not putting on any accent to be Chaboy. No, not
0: at all. I mean, it's crazy. When we first started, the whole podcast was just you and me.
3: Uh-huh.
0: I, it was even just me to start with. And then you came on. You were just like a guest host. And now you're pretty much permanent. Yeah. We were able to hire Chaboy as our first voiceover artist. Then we got Jerry who was the second voiceover uh-huh. artist. Lots of good stuff. But Cheboy got too crazy and he got fucked up on too much Molly. And for those of you who don't know what Molly is, it's like, it's like ecstasy pretty much. Whoa. So, I mean, he... He was showing up late. I did the, the episode with him and Jerry. He showed up 20 minutes late, fucked up on Molly, <laughs> trying to get us, you know, to do rap. He made me rap about my dick, which I told the world I would not do anymore. Season
3: six or five. five. <laughs> Maybe in season six you'll stop. Season yeah, we'll five, see. you have to stop. Uh, I
0: definitely have to do some more freestyles this week. But either way, uh, I fired him uh, before the finale. And then when I was recording the finale, he actually broke into the room. Yeah and jerry warned me because we were supposed to take him to rehab broke out of that came in here and it sounded like he shot me i just want everyone know don't worry he didn't shoot me i'm not i'm obviously i'm not dead i'm still here yeah he's okay he just had like a bottle rocket in his pocket yeah. because he was too fucked up on Molly. He didn't know what was going on, so went off. Yeah. He got it's a
3: bottle rocket.
0: A bottle rockets. <laughs> like a little like a little This um,
3: is how street I am. Oh, it's
0: not even street. It's just like like a firecracker or something like oh, that. Okay. He was just he liked to get uh hooked on Molly and play with firecrackers. Yeah. So that went off this center like like gunshots. So he was okay. I'm happy to know. What it.
3: firecrackers do they have in Canada?
0: I don't know.
3: Like the burning house? That doesn't sound like that.
0: It sounds like a tommy gun. <laughs> Which is
3: also the same sound you make when you describe heavy metal music. Yeah,
0: exactly. So just a quick update. Yeah. That's all it was. I'm happy to announce a couple things. First of all, Jaboy's doing great. Yes. He is out of rehab. We sent him to rehab for his Molly addiction. Yes. He went cold turkey... Didn't do any Molly. Stopped drinking. Stopped smoking uh, the Bubonic Chronic. Mm -hmm. Uh, For a while, he did better. And then he got crazy again, completely sober. What we discovered was is he's uh, perfect what we need him to be when he's just high on uh, (laughs) weed, some California Kush or something like that. So happy to announce he's off to Molly. He does a little bit of drinking, he just uh, gets high on uh, the chronic, so... Was he
3: the one who told you about that episode of Vice you watched last night?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, he, he was actually, if you guys watched last night's episode of Vice, he was in it in the background in one of these pot cafes in Colorado. Which,
3: who knew Colorado had pot cafes?
0: Well, it's because they legalized weed. You remember that, right? Yeah, but
3: to the extent that they have, that was crazy.
0: Yeah, Vice, for you guys who don't know, is a great uh, show on HBO. They also have the YouTube channel where they just, it's like a bunch of guys from New York who go around.
3: It's also like a magazine. Isn't it's a right? magazine.
0: The founder is actually from uh, Canada. I think he ex- mm. Shane Smith is his name. He might be from Ottawa, but I think he's he's from somewhere in Ontario. But mm-hmm. they go around like uncover all these crazy things around the world. And So mm-hmm. one of the ones they did this week was going to Colorado to see what it's like since they legalized weed yeah. marijuana and it's just like it all it looked like Amsterdam, on all these places where they had like actual pot cafes so oh yeah so chiboy uh he's spending his time between Toronto and Colorado just mm-hmm. find himself again but I'm also happy to announce I've hired him back onto the show so uh,
3: I wouldn't have been the same without him nah
0: so I mean as long as he's off the molly I can't
3: do his voice no
0: everybody <laughs> loves him so we'll have more of him and Jerry on this uh season so that's the chaboy uh, topic, you know. The podcast has been expanding, so there's even a chance we might even get to hire more people this season. I like so that. we'll see how like that... that. But you know what? The way we hire more people is by uh, being like our my good friend and your cousin Kenny in Boston by donating to the podcast. <laughs> and there's still a PayPal account on Live at six o. It's been a while. I don't even remember where the, the website. is. It's Live at six o five dot Dot com. Yeah. And from there, you can download episodes, hit the PayPal account, help support the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and you can do that. Yeah. You can f- download us on iTunes. Uh, see, it's been a while. I haven't rehearsed wow. this. Mainway, of course, facebook.com slash live at 605. You'll see a bunch of pictures, mm-hmm. articles, stories, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. From there, you'll find my Twitter. I'm at Malenkamp. Mm-hmm. If you want to pimp your Twitter, as you don't, you don't... Post much but you have a lot of followers. Yeah, I
3: know. It's really like it's really intriguing to find that I don't do anything on Twitter, yet people follow me. Exactly. Right? I did I did just post a job posting yeah. which seven people shared. Is that the right jargon?
0: Uh no, seven people retweeted. retweeted it. Right? Yes.
3: So that was really nice. One of them being my boss. There you go. So that was really good. Yeah. Um but yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Val Gomez twenty three.
0: Yeah, it's Gomez with a Z.
3: And then the same is on Instagram.
0: Yeah, you're killing it on Instagram. Yeah,
3: I'm, like, raking in the followers on there.
0: Yeah, well over 100. You're getting close to two. I'm just trying to break 60 right now, so follow me on Instagram. I'm at MalenCamp. Mm -hmm. Same with Twitter. I'm Mm -hmm. Vine. I'm also MalenCamp. I haven't done a Vine in a while, but if you guys start following (laughs) me, I'll do some more Vines. Fact. What?
3: I am, like, okay, so, like, you know how you're a stat whore?
0: Oh, big
2: time.
3: Right? I am a pretentious social media person. Right. I have never added one person to (laughs) Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram besides you to Facebook.
0: Okay, I was going to say incorrect because you added me to Facebook. Oh, hands
3: down. No, no, no. Just over five years ago. I never, ever add people. They add me. (laughs) Okay, Miss Cocky Pants over here. (laughs) Just saying.
0: Well, uh, Facebook... I'll take you one up one. I barely add people to Facebook. If anything, I delete people off of Facebook, which turned out to be a mistake. I used to have, like, I had over way over 200 uh, Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. Got rid of a bunch of them because I'm like, screw this. I don't, like, need a bunch of people I don't... I don't talk to looking at my shit. Yeah. Then I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Now I got the po- This was before the podcast. Yeah. Like, now
3: John really wants you to add him yeah, to Yeah, add me back. So, so um, uh,
0: Scott and Otto, I deleted you off of Facebook last year or two years <laughs> ago. You can re-add me if you hear this. Uh, but yeah, I know. Now I'm like, god damn it. Now I need to add people to Facebook. Mm. Uh, Twitter, I don't add as many people. Mm. I got to tell you, gangsters on Twitter love me. They follow me. So I don't know. You
3: always do the rap stuff.
0: Probably, yeah. So mm-hmm. I tweeted uh, the other day, I like to tweet, I said uh, walk a flock of flame. I at I sent it to him, I said Walk a flock of flame is my favorite poet. So Aww. I think that people started following me from there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh shit, I was gonna say something, now I forget. Uh, oh god damn it. Pass next. <sighs> something to do with Walk a Flock of Flame. I- oh, it's like on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. So screw that. So let's keep going. We're about 10 minutes in. We haven't even done the sponsor yet. Should do the sponsor? Yeah, sponsor happened yesterday. So a lot has happened uh, this, in the last couple weeks. We're going to, this week, pretty much just talk about when you came down to New York with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might play some violin. I might freestyle. And uh, we'll see where that goes from there. But uh, I want to talk about something that happened to us yesterday while we were at our local Gap store.
3: Oh, can we now... Make the sponsors, all the sponsors for season five. Hmm. Start with Bitch Please.
0: Bitch Please. Yeah, we yeah. can do that. Bitch
3: Please Sponsor.
0: Bitch Please Sponsor.
3: Bitch Please. You want to sponsor this?
0: Yeah, dog.
3: I
1: said Bitch Please.
0: Oh, that's very good.
1: Ha
3: Look at you. Marketing genius. Mm-hmm.
0: And we just got <laughs> some more work for your voice. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll text them and be like, you'll be able to afford some more of that California could. It's
3: consumer and audience traded. Exactly. Okay.
0: So yesterday, uh, Saturday, we had a busy day. We've been a really busy weekend. We're not going to talk about necessarily yesterday or Friday. We'll talk about an uh, upcoming podcast. But we went to Gap because apparently there was a sixty so, percent
3: off sale. Okay, I got it. Okay, as I prefix all of my stories, I was a little tired, and I don't feel like I've slept this weekend at all. No. But every Saturday morning, um, I always like I get up first, and I go and check like my email and everything, and I saw like the Gap. Which also owns Banana Republic, which owns Old Navy. All I saw was 60% off. And I was like, yo, this is amazing. Let's go buy some jeans. Yeah. Right? Because I only buy my jeans from The Gap. I don't know about you guys, where you guys buy your jeans. If you have a great place, tell us where it is. I buy all my jeans from The Gap.
0: Yeah.
1: So I
3: was like, 60% off. John, let's go to The Gap. It's a spring sale.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, I don't, well, I do need some new summer clothes. I need some new jeans, some shorts and shit like that.
3: Having said that, you just came back from New
0: York. Well, that's what I was going to say. But having said that, like you said, just came back from six weeks in New York, six flights over a bunch of hotels... Uh, we have a France trip coming up yeah. in a bit. We're going
3: to Provence. Good. I just bought a bridesmaid's dress.
0: Exactly. Great. Right.
3: This weekend alone there, we've been out and about. So
0: I am uh, I got to buy some more space for the podcast cuz I'm running out <laughs> yeah. of uh, storage. So okay. that fees kept some. I'm,
1: so I'm, we, not, so I'm so just we're like,
0: being careful on, with cash, you know. Yeah. I'm like I I don't need a, I don't need like a nice uh, periwinkle shirt unless I really need
3: <laughs> But you to- will entertain the 60% off.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. Okay.
3: So, so either way
0: I bought, like, $250 worth of clothes yesterday. I
3: bought $288, none of which was on sale for Yeah, because they, they said it was
0: up to 60%, and it was only on select items, <laughs> and nothing we bought was on sale.
3: <laughs> Yet, yeah, we were in line, so we felt compelled to pay for all these Exactly,
0: things. and that's where the sponsorship leads to, so do you remember that... Uh, bitch please Bitch, please. who yeah. uh so there's two bitch
3: pleases there
0: was there was a i was gonna say a sir please but you're not a sir it's like bitch please and bitch please and
3: mm-hmm.
0: don't get offended if we call or uh, bitch please if i say bitch about a girl i'm not no, saying no, no, all girls like it's just the same. yeah it ses-
3: sexism exactly
0: so first one was there was a long lineup for the gap because there was up to 60 off mm-hmm. we got there before there's a big lineup so you're in front of me getting ready to pay i'm behind you and then this like, old wrinkly fuck, who, well, he's not old, but he was like in his 40s. But I'm like, you're bald, <laughs> and you look like a piece of shit. I was gonna say junk, and then I said shit. I was like, you look like a piece of shit, junk shit.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, and he's with like his son, who looked like he just wanted to like jump off a building. He's like, oh, I, I hate know. My
3: dad. He yeah. looks so sad.
0: And the dad also, yeah, like I said, in his late 40s, sweatpants, and, well, no, he had like a sweatshirt. He just looked like he was dressed like 16 years Seriously. old.
3: Seriously.
0: And he just like, Yell, I don't know if he yells, but the guy who's like uh, the cashier. There's
3: three cashiers, they were all super busy. Yeah, there's like people with headsets going by, like it is chaos, right? (laughs) It's kind of also not the most ideal layout in that store, I feel like. No,
0: it was pretty bad,
3: but either way, this man is so irate, he's like, Excuse me can I, excuse me. Can yeah. I please get some help here? Yeah. Right? And his son just looks like super embarrassed. It's
0: like, yeah, you can get some help. There's lots of people working around there. So go you can go ask one of the people who's not working the cash. Exactly. And the guy's like trying to ring in an order. He's like, Oh yeah, sure. He's like, Well, yeah, can you go get me someone? Right I'm gonna now. be yeah, I'm gonna be over here. Shut yeah. Up. And so the guy's like, Okay. I'm like, Ah oh, Christ, like Calm yourself, people. And it's like,
3: okay, straight up. It's the frigging Gap. You either buy blue jeans or a yeah, white shirt. Like exactly. Which, like, having said that, that's all John and I bought. But it was just like... Yeah,
0: but it was good. It looked stylish like, on but,
3: us. No, no, no. It looks stylish on us. But, like, how much help do you actually need at the Gap?
0: Uh, here's my other rant real quick. We both went to go cha- try stuff on. I don't like trying stuff on. Uh-huh. But the woman wasn't very helpful when... Uh, you got in the change room. She's like, oh, yeah, you can go in here. And then the, I was behind you. And she's like, uh, just go around the corner. So I go around the corner. First of all, I'm like, am I in the ladies change room? So all I saw was just like like 17 year old girls just like squawking back and forth. And, and there's like, I'm walking like, they're all staring at me and like all the doors are closed. I'm like, oh Christ, where do I go? And I see one door at the very end. I go in there. There was no <coughs> stool. There was no bench. There's no seat. There's no hooks for me to put there's no any money. There was nothing. I literally, I hung my jacket on the door handle. I put my, I took my pants off. <laughs> Hung them on the door handle. They <laughs> fell on the ground. Ew. I, I, I had... Are you
3: sure there are no hooks?
0: There's no, hook. there no I looked everywhere.
3: Sometimes those hooks look camouflaged.
0: There was four blank walls with a mirror. So I could look at my legs with... <laughs> and there was nothing. I, I know what a hook Tell looks like. Tell your story. Okay. So I just... I had all these clothes. I had to put them on the ground. And then my pants fell on the ground. My real pants. I left them there. And it's just like...
3: You left your pants there?
0: No, I I just when I had to try on other stuff, I left my pants on the ground. Then I came out. Why did
3: you hang them? There's nowhere to hang them. On the door handle.
0: Because my jacket was there, and when I put my (laughs) pants on, they fell off.
3: Why did you put the belt loop on the handle?
0: (laughs) Because I didn't have you there to tell me these (laughs) things. Anyways, back to our lineup, Uh, right before you go up to pay, this Mm -hmm. woman, so now there's like, let's just say there's 10, 12 people in line, big lineup around the corner, Mm -hmm. and this woman comes up uh, to one of the cashiers who's busy ringing in someone, Mm -hmm. and she's like, I have something to return, and he's like, okay, she's like, yeah, so I have this one thing I have to return right now, and he's like, oh, uh, you have to go to the back of the line, she's like, no, I just have one thing to return, let me return this now. And he's like, he's like, oh, no, you have to go back to the line. She's like, well, is there anywhere else I can, ret- can I return it up anywhere else? Uh, she's like, can I go upstairs and return it? <coughs> and and he's like, oh, yeah, they, they have people upstairs who help. They have registers. You can go up there and see. Maybe there's less of a line mm-hmm. up there. So she's like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs then. I better be able to return this. Yeah. So then uh, for. she leaves. Uh, you go to pay with that person. I go to pay. And my other motto is I everything I do in life, I do it in two minutes or less. We'll get to that when we get to the... Oh, that's another thing I forgot. Remind me when we talk about our flight to talk about uh, the uh, security line and that little girl kicking my bag because I didn't even write that down.
3: Oh, she was scunty too.
0: Yeah, so we're paying. You're mm-hmm. get. I already finished paying. You're uh, finishing up your bill. The woman comes back down, yeah. like, enraged.
3: Yeah, I'm, like, actually, like, paying, like doing my, like, just about to do, put in my credit card stuff, and she, like, comes and stands right beside me, and she's like, excuse me, I went up there, and there was nobody up there, I want to speak to your manager, and the guy's like, well, I messaged somebody, and somebody responded, so, you know, you just have to wait upstairs, and she's like, I want to return this right now, and, like, comes and stands right beside me, and I'm like, um, hello, bitch, bitch, please, please. (laughs) move, right, like, Okay, and then she's like, "Look at this white T-shirt that I did, hands down only buy jeans and white T-shirts from the yeah. Gap. Look at my white T-shirt. Don't you see the problem with this white T-shirt?" And I was like, "Have a nice day, mm, yeah. you scunty bitch. I feel bad for your husband."
0: Exactly. And yeah, I, I had something I said afterwards. I'm not going to repeat. No, right now. you can't repeat. Repeat that. Repeat that. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that. anyways, thank you to that bitch for Super uh, bitchy. helping sponsor this week's. Oh. Uh, podcast season five premiere of Live at 6.05 So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, that's the sponsorship this week.
1: Bitch, please, you want to sponsor this?
0: Yeah, dog.
1: I said, Bitch, please.
0: Before we get into all the New York stuff, let's just, I just gotta say thanks to everyone who, who's been downloading for the past four seasons who downloaded. All the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. crazy that we're in episode five, or season five. Yeah. I think this is ap- actually episode 49 right now. Wow. So that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to you for making the great graphics for this week's, or this know, season. No, we
3: tried to class it up for season five. Yeah,
0: so I'm in the nice uh, blue and gray blazer with the square, po- pocket square and mm-hmm. glasses. So I think it looks really classy. And maybe what we'll have to do is do different, like, sh- uh, s- like my nice blazer, and then different shirt colors underneath mm-hmm. it. So I think that looks pretty slick, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Um, you excited for season five?
3: Yeah. Actually, miss doing these when we don't do them, but we've, I feel like we've already banked a lot of stories.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I love doing this. I always find by, like, episode 10, like, by episode 11, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm kind of tired. And then, like, it's always nice to have a couple of weeks off, so I feel refreshed, which is good.
3: I think the cool thing about May... Is all of the fun cameos that might potentially come out of this. We have friends from like past seasons coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lillian's coming down again. Um, mm-hmm. our friend Henry from England is coming down next week. Mm-hmm. We have birthday parties this year. Oh you right? So it's just I we have another New York trip coming up.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. So you you have a New York trip.
3: Which it should, should be, be really good.
0: For sure. So that is very exciting. Mm-hmm. I see some fluff on your pants. I'm just gonna get rid of those
3: right
0: now. So uh season five, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff we have planned. Uh hopefully I'll be doing another late night at 605 episode with a bunch of stuff I've learned mm-hmm. from class. But without further ado, we're already 20 minutes in. We're gonna try not to make this like a four-hour podcast like some of our episodes have been.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's talk about our trip to New York when we went down together.
3: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: So <laughs> what?
3: So professional.
0: I just remember another thing I have to write down. Uh this will make sense to everyone later. I'm gonna write down bird
3: shit. Oh, okay, so why don't we start talking about the New York trip, and we can talk about how the bird shit on me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, we gotta, let, let's just start. Oh, we'll back it up. Let's back it up for a second. So, it, it was fun. Wow,
3: <laughs> well, was it? It sounded so not fun. No, it
0: just made me laugh. Last time we flew together, you vomited, so.
3: <laughs> okay, which was very hardcore and looming on this trip, because I was like, what time was our flight?
0: Eleven ten eleven forty five in the morning. So I
3: felt like I slept a bit more. Yeah. And I made a like definitive decision not to drink apple juice. You no know, apple
0: juice. Right? It, it went pretty well. Like our flight was pretty good. It wasn't any turbulence. So you were good. Like nothing happened on the yeah. flight down there. It Was good. I was just I remember just keep telling you I'm like oh it's like such the easy such an easy flight for me. I always fly down Tuesday morning eleven forty five. Flight's not full. There's no one in security going mm-hmm. through customs. Get on the bus. Yeah. Uh, of course, this time when we land in Newark, <laughs> there was like two jumbo jets that had just landed from like Switzerland. So there was <laughs> massive lineups. Yeah. Like, when I tell you I usually land there all those other times, there's no one in line. It's only our flight. So I'm always the first one off and I get through uh, security in a minute. Mm-hmm. So we end up waiting in line to get through customs for like an hour, hour and a bit No, I know, probably. which was
3: like longer than the actual flight, which was a little annoying.
0: And I had, our car- I had our bag, which was on wheels. And for some reason, there was a family behind us who had, like, two or three little kids. and the, Like,
3: under the age of, like, six.
0: Yeah, and there was a girl who was, like, four years old. I'm like, yeah, you're young, but you can speak. You can talk. It's not like you're a one-year-old baby doing shit. So she just, for the whole time, we're going up and down the line, started kicking my our bag, just booting it, booting it.
3: Yeah, and you didn't tell me to, like what I assume was, like, one whole stretch of the line.
0: Well, first I gave her, like, the stare down, and she just kept kicking it, staring me down. And then I looked at, like, her father, and he wasn't even paying attention to me looking at him. Yeah. So I gave him death eyes, but he didn't even notice. So what I had to do was I had to put, like, the bag... I had to, like, yank the bag away, put it in front of me, and just, like... Yeah. But every once in a while, I'd carry the bag behind me, and she would just start kicking it again.
1: I can't
3: stand parents who can't discipline their kids. Yeah. Right? Like, this is, like... It's more frustrating. It's like, I don't care if your kids are crazy with you. Mm -hmm. Don't let them do stuff to, like, everybody else. Right. Kind of thing. You know what was even more disgusting, though, that we noticed? What's that? About that family? The mom took off her shoes. Oh, yeah. And was walking around barefoot.
0: That was pretty disgusting. That
3: was really gross.
0: Yeah, so that just kind of pissed me off. And then... Uh, it was just like a mess up of a line to get through there. And like I said, I think because like a like a really big international flight, everyone who was going through had to get like their eye scan, fingerprints. It was like
3: Minority Report.
0: Minority, yeah. And then everyone like th- wh- who went through customs was spending at least five minutes going through.
3: We had the worst person, though. She would take like ten minutes. Remember oh, we said yeah. the guy who looked like Danny we should have gone to? Yeah, exactly. He was like so excited to be there. Yeah. Like-
0: but you and I got through customs one minute or less. I
3: know. so, it's so silly. That's how
0: we live our life. But anyways... Got through there, got you onto the bus. Mm-hmm. We finally got into New York. So this is your first time in New York since?
3: Uh 2002.
0: So it's been like 12 years pretty much, yep. right? And it
3: was right after 9-11 I went.
0: Yeah. So what I think I talked about the first time I went back by myself the first week when I was on the bus driving into New York, just looking at like the uh, skyline of NYC. I was like, I felt cool. I was like mm-hmm. excited. I got a big smile on my face. What was it like when you first like? Hold up to everything. I think
3: it was just like mainly like, oh, this is like really cool. It's really exciting. Um, I definitely like, I've said this to you before. And now knowing my perception of New York just for the future. Mm-hmm. I think like to minus so many condo buildings. Toronto equally has like a really cool skyline when you're going in. And obviously New York is also very cool. But the skyline wasn't as cool to me as actually being in New York, finally, right? Right? So it was, like, it was very awesome. I think just, like, seeing, like, I guess New Jersey, is it? Newark, New New Jersey, yeah. Um, Like, how much, like, industrial stuff is around there. Yeah. Which was, that was kind of gross. (laughs) That
0: was a little nasty, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to our friend Buck in the Big Wreck group. Yeah. who lives in New Jersey. Oops. And shout out okay, I don't think he's gonna listen to this. Although he might because he listened to our other one. But shout out to everyone in the Big Wreck group who has made mm. the Big Wreck podcast, mm. the most downloaded episode of all the episodes. Yeah. And here's a little teaser for season five. June 8th, everyone go and buy the new Big Wreck album. It's called Ghosts. A uh, little hint. I'm gonna be doing a podcast episode with the Boys Town Brew crew. Danimo Animal and Sean Puff Batty, Ooh. Uh, P. Batty Combs. We are going to do an episode where we review the album, talk about it, probably get drunk. And then we'll also ask Sean about some of his Big Rec uh, live experiences. Hey. So everyone, it was, such, it was the most downloaded episode, so we got to do a part two. So I figure mm-hmm. since they have a new album coming out, it'll be a great time to do that. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So let's see. We get into New York and we stayed at the Radisson this week.
3: Which was actually kind of taunting because the previous week you had the penthouse you got upgraded to, right? The
0: first two weeks I had both, I've been upgraded both times in Radisson. first week I got upgraded to like a suite, but then the second time I went they upgraded me to the penthouse suite on the top floor. So exclusive that there was two ele- three elevators. And only one of them went to this penthouse. And yeah. I went up there, and it was huge and great. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, You're like, oh, you think they're gonna upgrade me again? <laughs> I was like, Well, maybe they didn't upgrade us this time. We had,
3: yeah, we had like a king size bed. Yeah,
0: it was a it it smaller small room. room. Well, for me, it was pretty small. <laughs> for you, it was like, well, good. Uh,
3: Yeah. But, it's like the size of our family room.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say, I think the reason why I kept getting upgrades, because I was going down Tuesdays. Yeah. And we were going down Sundays when it's like prime time, like people, touristy shits. Brochure. So it was fun, like we got off, I got to show you where the restaurant was, I kind of mm-hmm. walked you there, I didn't need any maps, I was kind of showing you yeah, around.
3: You're a really good navigator.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I felt pretty good in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went and I took you to one of my favorite pizza slices yeah. places because... At this point, it was already like 3.34. We were starving. We were starving because we had breakfast, got on the flight 11.45. Yeah. We had all the delays with the security, this and that. We didn't get to the hotel until about 4. Yeah. And Then I'm like, well, let's go get some Zah. Took you for a big old massive slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. It's the same place where I talked about they tricked me with Dr. Pepper, where I thought I was getting Fountain Dr. Pepper, but it was Mr. Pib. <laughs> so I forget what this restaurant's called, but if you go there in New York, it's not Dr. Pepper. So mm-hmm. did that. You ate your pizza like a true New Yorker. Yeah, I still do. Folded that, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we had, what, Delicio pizza yesterday and you folded it? Yep. Uh, and then from there, I think we went to Central Park, right? Yeah. We walked around there, I went to Central Park, and how was Central Park for you?
3: It was so good. We went and saw a baseball game.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about the baseball and game. It was
3: actually really sweet because I'm like, we sat on the bleachers and just like took it in and like chilled on there for a bit. Like pure locals, I feel. Right? Yeah, and then, but
0: what? What, there's also a sad part of that baseball game.
3: Oh, oh my God. Okay, so every time we go watch a baseball game, John used to be, a, like, a superstar baseball player. Yeah. And so I'm always like, you should go play. Just go ask to play. And I'm like, they'll totally let, let you. You look like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you're like, no, 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 let's just watch. And then there's this, like, dude beside us on the bleachers, like, with his gear and everything. Full,
0: like, sweatpants, the right shirt, like, the black uh, paint under his eyes, batting gloves, and... And he's like, hey guys. He's like, uh, do you have room for one more? Yeah,
3: it was a game of pickup.
0: Pickup, and they're like, this weird guy, like a big afro, like this white guy, the big afro. is like, ah, uh. it's like no, we already got nine per team. And the Guys like, oh, he's like, no, I, I can do anything, you know. And the guys like, can you be the back catcher?
3: Yeah. The guys, like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll back catch. No, I and mean, he's sure. like, oh,
3: you know, I'm just here to play for fun. Yeah,
0: he's like, I just love the game. I just like, I just here it for was fun. He was
3: so like genuine.
0: So he got the back catch for the first inning. Uh, first inning went, he didn't get to bat at all. He wasn't, he, they didn't let him bat. They
3: never let him bat. Second
0: inning, he went out to go back catch, but someone from the other team started back catching, so he didn't play anymore. So he didn't
3: play, all he had to do was, like, put away the bats. Yeah, so he started putting <laughs> right. away the bats and so, stuff. So that was a little depressing. Yeah. So we just ended up, we kept walking to, like, where did we go next?
0: We then walked, there was, like, a skating rink in Central Park. Yep, we went the, there. We
3: went to Thirty Rock.
0: Well, what happened else in, in Central Park? Ugh. I wrote so, it down right here. But I
3: didn't recognize it till we got to Brant Park.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'll tell a story I didn't tell yet that I wasn't going to tell anyone. I was going to take it to my grave. But go. since it happened to you, I, I was like, I'll tell it. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Oh,
3: hands down. <laughs> For
0: my first time in Central Park, like week two, I, I think it was week two or week three when I was in New York by myself. Went to Central Park, walking around. I saw this cool little pond area. So I went, sat down on a bench, was enjoying the pond, listening to my tunes, probably... Uh, big Homie by Puff Daddy, I think was probably the record of choice that day. And I'm sitting under a tree, and all of a sudden, I feel a bird shit on my head. <laughs> and I look up, and I'm like, "Oh, I've been hit. And I look on my shoulder, there's like some bird crap on my shoulder. And there, I put my hand in my hair, and I took it out, and there was a little bit, it wasn't like a big old plop.
3: It wasn't like a uh, super douche.
0: No, not like Super Deuce who got her fucking yeah. head shit on. I don't even remember what episode we talked about that <laughs> yeah. on. Our our neighbor next to us, she had a bird shit on her head and she kept talking to us. <laughs> so a bird lightly, it, I think it, it just, the tree took a lot of the hit and then a bunch hit my shoulder and some was in my hair. Yeah. But the part was like... I had no one there to tell me if I got it all out of my hair. So here I am by myself in Central Park taking selfies of my skull that I can't even <laughs> see. Just, like, taking 10 at a time yes. looking. And I'm like, my hair looks clean. Yes. And then I'm, I'm like, I can't be sure. So I, I still.
3: How would you actually ask somebody else to check that for you?
0: Uh, is there any white and yellow in my hair right now?
3: You wouldn't be, like, just, like, super, like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry to ask you such an embarrassing question. Can you just tell me if there's some bird shit on I <laughs>
0: No, well, I felt pretty confident because, like, if there was a lot, I would have felt it. Yeah. I felt like I got it all out. My hair is pretty light and fluffy that I know if there's something not fluffy in there. Okay. And then I was just like... I love
3: that you're touching your hair right now as you're telling me this story.
0: (laughs) I do have some boss hair, so... Okay. So, anyways, a bird shit on my head, went back to the hotel afterwards, and it was all out. It wasn't wasn't any left in there, but it wasn't that bad, but... Uh, So when we were in Central Park, you didn't realize it, but a bird shit on your shoe.
3: I know. I didn't realize it for like hours, right? So also, please note that I am actually deathly scared of pigeons. Really, it's pigeons and squirrels. And I have the same reaction when I see either. I always walk up to them and go, "caw" and kick my foot out to them. And so that usually helps. I have no idea when this freaking bird shit on my shoe.
0: <laughs> I also <laughs> would like to point out that it was just the smallest piece. Oh, I don't of... Care. I it don't wasn't care. even it was just like a little No,
3: I don't care. I don't know. It's so gross.
0: Eight. I just bought these shoes too.
3: I just bought new shoes, new boots, and we're walking past Brand Park to like walk home. And I look down. And I'm like, oh, my God, John, I burn shit on my shoe. And I was, like, instantly, like, I didn't want to see anything else. I just wanted to go home. I was going to, like, <laughs> buy new shoes. Like, yeah. I'm over this. We just, we're just in New York. Just buy me some new shoes. And, yeah, like, so we got back. I was like, Jay, clean my shoes because I'm so disgusted.
0: So here I am cleaning your shoes in the bathtub. And it literally took me 12 seconds because there was barely any yeah, crap and on now There's, it.
3: like, a big circle on my shoe.
0: Well, I think that I, th- I think that's like a rust stain or something like that. What, what rust. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> right. about.
3: Right. So either way.
0: So that yeah, but bef- before that, sorry. I yeah. think we went. I we went to 30 Rock building, right? Yep. Uh, so I got to show you there. And again, I'm like, this is where I want to be one day. This is the building mm-hmm. I'm gonna work in. So I'm just putting it out there. It's pretty badass. I'm predicting it's season five of Live 605 that one day I will be uh, in that building working. So. We'll see what happens.
3: I like it. I think it was also really funny, like, we were, we would make, like, different jokes and, like, obviously, like, different premonitions, because, obviously, we're very invested in each other's futures, and you were saying the thing about, like, the episode of 30 Rock Mm. that, um, I would be, like, Jack Donaghy working Uh, my way up, and that was the episode that was on that day when we were at 30 Rock.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, there's one of my favorite episodes when Jack gets, like, fired as, like, CEO or whatever, and then he's... He comes back. They're like, "You can come back, but you're going to work in the mail room." And by like lunchtime, he's already worked himself up to like the head of the mail room. And then by like <laughs> one o'clock, he's like, he just kept working himself up in like one day to like he became CEO again by the, like five o'clock. So we were just like joking around. And then we got back to the hotel, and that was the episode that was actually and on the like, TV. Yeah.
3: Uh, So that was really fun. We
0: did that. I took you around uh, Times Square. And what were your thoughts on Times Square? Times
3: Square was like Spadina in Toronto on roids. It was really... It was actually... I remember New York being really clean in 2002, like, comparative to what people said it would be. Yeah. But I just found Times Square really overwhelming. Okay. Right? Like, it was just, like, a lot of people. And even if you did try and walk fast... You were still bombarded with people, so you weren't allowed to walk fast. Yeah. So I don't think necessarily, like, if we ever went back to New York, I would want to, like, live in Times Square. No, definitely Like, not. tourist haven. Um, and, like, one of my goals for, like, our new New York weekend was to be, like... Um, which you will call it, misconstrued as a local. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll tell you that story later.
0: Yeah, that may or may not have happened. So, so
3: um, but yeah, like I definitely like Times Square. It was very, very interesting. It's beautiful at night. Like it's just funky. You can mm-hmm. definitely tell how Dundas Square is trying to be that. Yeah. Um, It was just, it was funky. It was like really interesting. I could see the allure if they ever did concerts or like New Year's there and stuff. But there's like so much shit going on, like crazy Elmos. It reminded me a bit of Vegas mm-hmm. on the right hand side. <laughs> Okay. So, like, if you walk down the strip in Vegas, you can either go on, like, I'm going to call it the north side, where, like, um, what you want to call it, the Aria and everything are, and it's kind of like the newer big hotels. It's doesn't have the things where, like, the Elmos and, like, right. the um, shit from Toy Story people. Yeah. On the south side is where all, like, the kitschy kind of stuff is. Gotcha. So...
0: Yeah, so that was cool. Went back to the hotel, relaxed for a bit, and then our first night there, I got us tickets to go to a stand-up comedy show mm. at the legendary Caroline's. Which is amazing. So, yeah, uh, the two, two places I always want to go see stand-up comedy in New York, I feel like the two, there's a bunch of legendary places, but the two big ones for me is Comedy Cellar and Caroline's. And... When me and the guys went down to New York our first time, we actually got to go to Caroline's. And any I think I've already mentioned it, but anyone who watches the show, Louie, that's where Louie walks to in the intro as he walks to the basement of the Comedy Cellar. So then I'm like, okay, we got to go see. I want to go to Caroline's, which, again, is another legendary place. A lot of big people play there. Mm-hmm. And so I got his tickets. We went. It was the Sunday night show at, like, 1030, so it's, like, the late show on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. We got there, and it was cool. It's, again, like, you walk into the basement. It's a small club. And there's a show going on, so we couldn't go in. So we just kind of like sat at the bar and had a couple drinks. Uh, we were you were like talking to the uh, the bartender, asking yeah. like if there's a, if there had been any big drop ins recently. It was
3: actually crazy because he was like <laughs> he, he was drinking milk, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um. But he was like, oh, Louis C.K. just dropped in, like yeah. and did a set like a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, no. Ah! Yeah. Right. But then the crazy thing was on the monitors, the people who were supposed to be there and the. Um, comedian who was supposed to be there on Monday actually passed away.
0: John Panetta, I think. Yeah. He's like the he's like a really big like fat comic. Yeah. And yeah, he was supposed to be there, and then he died. So I can't remember who he said was replacing him. Can't
3: but. remember either.
0: But yeah, but it was just, oh,
3: wasn't it uh, Andy from My Boys? What's his face?
0: Oh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just cool to kind of like hang out down there, and then we finally got to go into the show, and I forgot. I'm like. Probably the best days to go to a stand-up show are Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Sunday at 10.30. Wasn't too busy there. No. So where did we end up sitting? Right in the front. Front row center, pretty much. So uh, I'll probably, maybe I'll post a picture of of me at the Carolines. You took a great picture Mm of me in the basement there. But it was a lot of fun. So there was, I think, four or five comics that night, right? And it was kind of funny because when you're front row and there's not that many people... I feel like the comics are, like, looking you dead in the yeah, eye, right? Yeah, it was
3: very much, like, very awkward, because I felt like you'd lock eyes, and then you felt compelled to laugh, or, like, like comfort and smile if they were, like, tanking a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then you could... I think the comic, comic talked to you a little bit, right? Didn't, yeah. He, he thought you were Mexican? <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, which one was that? There's uh, one... Was, I one think was, made the chest comment, the guy from always, LA. Oh right, right, right. And then one thought I was a Mexican. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. That's clearly the only ethnic in there. Yeah,
0: just a bunch so, of like white people. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Like there was definitely like one or one comic I didn't like who he remember he was like reading his notes and shit. Yeah, that was bad. There's one guy from like Halifax who was mm. he was pretty good and then the main host was good, and then I like the I did like the guy from LA. I like
3: the LA guy. Yeah, he was this good. School so, teacher.
0: Yeah, so it was just like a lot of. I actually follow him on Twitter, and I tweeted that I saw him because he's on a podcast that I like a lot. Like the next day, I was okay. like, oh, I li- I wish I listened to this podcast, and then saw you, because mm-hmm. I would have liked you even more. I like that. So I tweeted him, and I think he like retweeted or nice. something like that. So that was cool. So shout out to him.
3: <laughs> you didn't say his name. I forget his name. <laughs> um,
0: so that was fun. So you had a good time at Caroline's?
3: Yeah, I always love going to comedy. You know, coming off of our, what is it, prostitute? Prostitute, yuck yucks. Yuck yucks, getting kicked off stage and banging our head. You know, that that's a tall order to fill, right? Exactly. <laughs> so.
0: Uh, so we did that, and that was our first night. Then we went back, got some food, passed out in the hotel room. The next day was Monday, and uh, we were both determined that we wanted to, like, Go use the subway, figure that out, wanted to do some shopping. We want to go to an area, especially me, where I hadn't been before. Yeah. So we decided that we want to go to, like, the Soho area, right? Meatpacking
3: district. So um,
0: you took the rain. Yeah, you took uh, control of, like, the subway navigation. Mm -hmm. And how do you find the subway? We walked a
3: lot, though.
0: We did Mm -hmm. do a lot of walking, but we took the subway first in the morning. We took the
3: subway, and it's, like, I guess for me, like, how many other metros have you been on?
0: Uh, I've done Toronto new york chicago Mm -hmm. i've done the oc transpo in ottawa (laughs) montreal's i've used their subway uh washington we use their subway and then that's probably about it
3: so i feel like i've been on um a few like the same ones now that you've been in in the states essentially the same ones in canada but in europe i've been on like the ones in like italy or like paris rome um, Amsterdam okay. and then London, especially. And I find like Paris and London are, should be the definitive of like really well working metro systems, right? right? And I will constantly argue this. So when we got to New York, I knew New York is a little bit more intense, yeah. I guess, and things are like on a number grid, but then sometimes the number the numbers turn into actual street names. Right, and yeah. And then yeah. sometimes like they change in street names if they start arcing and stuff. So I was like, oh this will be complicated. <laughs> it was a little bit more complicated than I thought it would be. Yeah. But not to say that we couldn't do it.
0: Well we didn't get lost. We didn't go to any wrong areas. Mm-hmm. So we kinda just I think on the same tracks a lot of subways come and you just have to look for like yeah. the right colour or something like that. Yeah.
3: I think, sorry, I was going to say, what pisses me off more about New York, Toronto, etc. is that I still got ripped off on the subway card, right? (laughs) Like, I feel like London is the perfect, um, or like the epitome of the proper top-up card. You know exactly how much you have left on it, it shows it to you when you top it up, right? Freaking New York, I mean, it's like, I paid like 10 bucks for a card, it got me one fare.
0: right. (laughs) So... Hold on, that just remind me. I gotta write down the word Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> you, m- you remember what Oh, happened. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you were saying you want to be, like, uh... Uh, confused with like a local, right? Mm-hmm. So when our, I think it was our not first. Not
3: confused with a local. I wanted <laughs> no. to be actually taken as a local.
0: <laughs> you didn't go up to a local and be like, excuse
3: me. <laughs> excuse I'm so me. Confused. Do you know? Yeah, I'm so confused.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I not couldn't think of a word that I was right. Now down- start. Wanted to
3: like, oh my god. We wanted to go to Washington Square Park because that's where Gilmore Girls shot a scene. And we ended up going to Union Circle or yeah. Union Square.
0: Yeah, Union Square. Yeah. But I was getting out. Our first time on the subway, what happened? Someone came up to you.
3: Yeah. So, like, we were, like, fully sitting. I think John and I look trusting as well. Like, I yeah. feel like that's a lot of it. But this girl came up to me. She's like, excuse me. She's like, do you know where Atlantic Street is? And I was like, uh, uh. Here's your big
0: chance. Someone yeah, thinks you're a New Yorker. You look trusting. She, For all we know, she's some foreign tourist from, like, outside the world. You could... She's just like, oh my god! I just need this one woman to help me, and yeah. then ha- so th- were you able to help
1: her as no, a New Yorker?
3: No, I have like too much moral code. I didn't want to send her like to friggin' like the I don't even know Harlem? like the equivalent of like Vic Park and thing. Harlem's mm. like being like gentrified now, so it's probably good to go to Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I'll okay. S- I'll stay somewhere. But either way, I didn't give her directions because so I didn't feel good about it.
0: But she thought you were a New Yorker, Which so.
3: Which, win. aces right there.
0: hmm So we got off the subway in the Meatpacking District and we found a delicious burger place.
3: Unami.
0: Unami. And it was really good. It was probably my favorite burger I had whilst in New York, I think. I think
3: it was like one of my favorite burgers in life.
0: Yeah, oh, oh, shit, no, I just remembered. Uh, burger Shack's, or, yeah, Shake Shack's my favorite burger. Never mind, yeah. sorry.
3: I never got to go there. I know,
0: I went twice.
3: <laughs> so,
0: all right. Um, so, we did that. Went to meat packaging district. You bought some funky shoes.
3: From Shoe Shoe-gasm, Shoegasm. Which I've gotten oh. many, many a compliment on since I've been wearing them.
0: Yeah, I'm very jealous of those. Mm-hmm. And then we did a lot of walking. We walked to, like, Greenwich Village, mm-hmm. right?
3: It was actually really, really cool because when you're in... Union Square and just like walking on like I guess like the main street
1: mm-hmm. before
3: it like bleeds off into like Soho area I guess yeah there's like the perfect s- standing place where you actually have like perfect sight of um the Memorial Tower, yeah. which in, like, various movies has actually been illustrated. So, like, in Die Hard, it's actually, you can see, like, Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis running through that area. Okay. And you can see, like, the Twin Towers in the background. Mm-hmm. So, it was actually, like, really cool because it was just, like, a perfect day walking around. Like, the weather was gorgeous and it was just, like, a really great sight to see. Cool. So, that was cooler to me than seeing, like, the landscape when you were coming in.
0: Right. Okay. Makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> So from there,
3: um, went to Bleecker Street.
0: Bleecker Street, yeah. Went, uh, did a little bit of record shopping. Yeah,
3: got some stuff for some gifts. Yeah, for got some gifts.
0: You, um, uh, you, you want to go to Sullivan Street, right? I wanted
3: to go to Sullivan Street, which is like my favorite, favorite, favorite Counting Crow song.
0: Is that where they wrote the song, or is that just a song about that area? About
3: that area. Okay. Um, they lived in New York, right? Gotcha. And so, um, what you wanna call Well, where wanted-
0: else will, would a white guy with dreadlocks live?
3: Anyway, so <laughs> Kensington.
0: That's true. Right? So, or your mom's basement. Yeah.
3: What? <laughs> I'm just
0: saying people with dreadlocks who aren't accounting crows probably are b- white people with dreadlocks.
3: Oh. I don't know. All yeah. right. So either way, uh, Amsterdam.
0: Yeah, but they're all hopped up on goof pills.
3: <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, so we went down that way and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this area. It actually reminded me of like different parts of like London where I used to like hang out and then like dick around and where my family was and like different parts of Chelsea I really liked and I'm like oh my gosh this was the perfect pace there like it reminded me of DC and like Adam Morgan area which I loved or in like um northwest area of DC and I'm just like John this is happening I'm into it we're in like I feel like instantly just like revitalized about life in there and it was just like another cool city so i was like as soon as we get back to the hotel we are looking for apartments yeah exactly so
0: so that was fun mm-hmm. uh from there it started to rain a little bit we had an umbrella but it was kind of fitting as the next place we went to was the world trade center memorial right yeah We took the subway down to there.
3: Went down to Memorial, so, like, um, it was actually really packed, though, because it was, like, right when work was getting out for people.
0: Yeah, and I I went there last year with the guys, and when we went, like, the whole time I was with the guys the first week, or the first time, it was sunny, really warm, great weather, but then the day we went down to the Mm -hmm. Trade Center area, dark, overcast, cold, and, like, Mm -hmm. light rain. Mm -hmm. Again, for us, when we went down, dark, overcast, cold, and, like, light rain, so it kind of just seemed kind of...
3: Somber. Somber. For right reason. Um, having said that, though, I remember you saying, like, how long it took you to get through the line. I remember Farah saying yeah. how long it took her to get through. And I felt bad because I'm like, you had already just done this. so I'm like, oh, I don't want you to have to, like, wait in line if it's going to take a really long time. It's just something I would really want to do because the last time I was there was for um, Kenny's wedding, essentially. Right. And me, Beth, Carl, and Brandon went and... Um, what you will call it, it was just like the rubble and stuff. So I'm like, I really did want to go see it. So you were awesome and we went through the line and it was like crazy amount of security for fair yeah. game. Um but we managed to go through really quickly. Yeah, right?
0: a lot quicker than I, mm-hmm. I I waited over an hour to get through and then we were mm-hmm. in within like twenty
3: minutes. Twenty minutes. minutes. Probably, yeah. Um so it was actually like really serene um being at like the North Pond, I guess. Yep. In the South Pond. We spent more time at the North Pond. But uh, it was really beautiful and just, like, really crazy when you see, um, I guess, the depth of the pond, but then also, like, the actual, um, wow, my math and geometry words Uh, are so horrible. But just, like, the actual perimeter, I guess. Like, it feels big, but it's not, it doesn't feel big. Right. Right? I don't know. It just, it felt, like, really serene, and I had the same feeling when I went to D.C. and was, like, Hanging out at like Veterans Memorial and Lincoln and everything. Yeah. So that was a really cool experience.
0: And then I think from there we took the subway. Oh no, we went to Starbucks and had an interesting. Because <laughs> what would you
3: do after you do something you want a yuppie experience? A yuppie,
0: yeah, we were looking like, for like local coffee, but we couldn't find any, so sort we of, like, yeah. let's just go to to, to Starbucks. Starbucks. And it wasn't busy in that Starbucks, no. but there was only you. It was and like me. a
3: business Starbucks. Yeah. So it was in like the bottom of like like a regular like accounting building
0: yeah anyway it took us like 10 years to get our coffee and our hot chocolate but when you asked for your latte the guy's like okay can i get your name and you're like sure it's, it's valerie. valerie The guy said to me okay can i get a hot chocolate what's your name john now when they made our drinks what were the two names they called out falcon falcon and uh matt, matt. <laughs> matt.
3: <laughs> right. so, like weird to me
0: Valerie doesn't sound like Matt or Falcon. John doesn't sound like Falcon or Matt.
3: No, and so I was just like...
0: And there are orders. They weren't like someone else's orders. No, there they they our, our,
3: order. our orders. And I was like, I cannot even believe this man took like nine years to b- make her friggin' drinks. And then like, I don't even know how he actually hypothesized these names. I don't know. So but that was a little fucked up. I'll
0: post that picture of you with your uh, Fal- or our drinks Falcon and Matt. Let me write <laughs> that down. Uh, so that was
3: really funny. But yeah, no, it was good. Um, I felt like the service is better and faster in Toronto, just saying.
0: Probably. I mean,
3: it could have been a one-off, because there was clearly 9 billion Starbucks in New York. Yeah. Um.
0: So, we subwayed back, we uh-huh. figured out the subway again, got back to the hotel, relaxed a bit, and then that night, we were going to my first ever Broadway show. Uh-huh. I don't know if it, was it your first ever Broadway Yes. Sh- your first ever Broadway show, so we went to go see... The uh, Zach Braff starring uh, Broadway play, Bullets Over Broadway. So it's
3: Woody Allen?
0: Woody Allen movie that he made that they turned into a Broadway show. Mm -hmm. And it was great. We were uh, balcony, uh, Mm -hmm. first row balcony. Mm -hmm. Uh, You were nice enough to give me the aisle seat. And then you sat next to what is probably the fattest, oldest bastard in the world. The
3: world's largest man ever. And he Get came. a gold pimp cane.
0: Gold pimp cane. He talked like, oh, my yeah. name is Fat Bastard.
3: <laughs> it's so crazy.
0: And, uh, yeah, he sat next to you. Okay, first of all, when he sat down, there was no one in our row except for you and me. It was him and his skinny-ass wife. Yeah. Now, if you're a big fat guy, and I'm sorry, yeah, if you're a big guy, fat guy, whatever, and you have a skinny wife, there's no one in the row. What they should have done was, the skinny woman should have sat down next to you, and then the fat guy should have sat down where there's no one next to him. Because it's like, yeah. for all he knows, no one's going to be sitting there.
3: No, and so, okay, so here's my thing. It's just, like, theater seating is already, it's it's not comfortable by yeah. any means. Like, it's, like, this theater was, like, absolutely beautiful. Um, but it's, like, pretty narrow seating anyway. The aisle, because of the balcony... Um, bar. It's already pretty tiny in general. So I'm like oh my god. Okay. So I have Buddy sitting beside me. He has a pamphlet in his pocket and his gold ass pim cane yeah. that is like not like friggin gouging me in the ribs. His like
0: no one heard
1: that
3: um and his like pamphlet is like scratching me in the arm and he's literally sitting on my seat and it's a folding seat so much so that when i get up my seat is still down because his legs are still on it yeah right and so i'm like really uncomfortable i'm like leaning on john because i was just like this is just like so uncomfortable i'm trying to enjoy the musical and it was it was a great musical. It's just like that experience alone, like at intermission, I was just like, oh,
0: Yeah,
1: the switch war,
3: seats. For right? sure. So then.
0: So the uh, show started, and, and what did you think of it? So, like,
3: I. <laughs> I love. So, what did you think of it? I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to
0: interrupt you at some point in the show, right? So, I thought. I, I mainly wanted to go because of Zach Braff. Yeah. And I was like, okay, the, the show seemed like it was really good and fun. Mm-hmm. It was a musical, obviously, a comedy. And I was like, oh, it'll be cool to see if Zach Braff can kind of hold his own. Mm -hmm. I thought he did a a great job. I thought
3: he did an incredible job. There was very JD-esque moments. Like, I felt like he was very in character of JD. He was very
0: JD, which is more singing. Mm -hmm. But it was great. Like, it was insane. I, I don't know how big some of the stages are there, but I felt like the stage wasn't overly big. But it was insane to see just, like, the set design. And it's just, like, things are coming from out of the ground. They had uh, cars driving on the set. They had mm. big set pieces built. I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit. It's amazing to see how much goes into, like, a professional Broadway show. Just, like, yeah. not not even talking about the actors, but just, like, what it goes to put in to put a show together.
3: Yeah, like, I've seen, like, Les Miz and I saw this Patrick Stewart, um, what's Pacey's real name?
0: Uh, Joshua Jackson. Joshua
3: Jackson um, play in London when I was living there. I saw Les Mis here. I've seen like Mary Poppins and like uh, uh what is it? Is Jersey it Ada, Boys? Aida, I okay. think here. Um, Jersey Boys here. And it doesn't feel the same as when you're in New York on Broadway, I think. No. Um, so it was really cool. Yeah, you're right. Like The stage design was like off the hook. Um,
0: that was great. Uh, the the- Performers were fantastic too. I mean, like, yeah. I thought Zach Braff did a good job singing, but you mm-hmm. could tell, like, the professional Broadway mm-hmm. singers who were, like, blowing everyone out of the water. Like, yeah. some of the best voices I probably ever heard.
3: And there's clearly, like, the woman, like, the main woman yeah. in it was clearly somebody who had critical acclaim on Broadway because as soon as she came out, everybody just, like, plotted her before she said her first line. Yeah. Um, and this was actually before it got released on Broadway, right? Really. Yeah, it was
0: in preview. I think if we went on a Monday, like, the first actual, like, real show was on, like, a, a Thursday or something. Yeah. So it was, like, in previews, but the full cast was there. And it was it,
3: amazing. It was
0: amazing. They had uh, one of the guys from The Sopranos. Yeah. Can you say his name? Ugh. Yeah. go big pussy no
1: <laughs>
0: we have a new game where this morning we we're getting out of bed and you were doing that thing where i said something and you repeat what i was saying yeah so let's this is how I won this is for if you guys are trying to get out of this game when someone's saying what you're saying mm-hmm. this is how i got out of it so just play Oh, like re- the shadow game. yeah so repeat what i'm going to say so i got out of bed
3: so i got out of bed
0: and what are you doing what
3: are you doing
0: stop saying that stop saying that stop following me stop following me. me. stop talking stop talking pussy <laughs> and then you can't say
3: it. I, don't I would like just
0: that. say a word you don't like and then no. you would stop. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, it was it was just fun. It was a great show. Uh we were laughing a lot, the yeah. singing was great, great acting. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just had a fantastic time. I had a
3: fantastic time. time. After the intermission, the guy was again still peeling into my seat. That's I've how actually,
0: that off.
1: I
3: actually have never sassed somebody, and I yeah. felt like I did it in a pretty diplomatic way. You did,
0: you were nice enough, but you also laid into him like, "Dude, get the shit off."
3: Yeah. So like, the thing was like scratching my arm. Yeah. His book and his cane, and I was like, and it felt like when you, I said this to you, it was like. When you're on a roller coaster and they put the bar down so you can't move anywhere, yeah. that's what his cane and his pamphlet were Jesus. doing to me. And so I just like kind of nudged him. I'm like, excuse me, sir, can I just ask you to please take your pamphlet out of your pocket because it's scratching my arm, yeah. right? And um, he's like... Oh, oh, okay, I didn't know. okay, yeah. I didn't know. And so, but he, he like he seemed good, and I guess he, he felt kind of embarrassed, yeah. but then I kind of tried to look past him, and I was like, there still is nobody sitting beside his wife. Yeah, I know. So I was like, why wouldn't you at least move down two seats? Yeah, switch over, <laughs> dude. So, either way.
0: So that was our Broadway show experience. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun, yeah. had a blast, went back to the hotel after mm-hmm. that, went to bed. Now, the next day, Tuesday. Yeah we went to the David Letterman show Mm -hmm. and we actually got on stage and backstage after the show. (laughs) And I'm gonna tease that. So before that happened, we talked about earlier. What what would you like to do first? Would you like to do some violin or would you like me to do a freestyle?
3: let's do violin
0: violin okay so tell everyone what you're doing next saturday
3: so it's actually been 16 weeks since i started violin insane which is crazy bananas so in like 16 weeks you've gone to new york six times i've done 16 lessons worth of violin yeah people like world has gone around we've had stuff with our jobs it's been crazy
1: yeah
3: um so next week next saturday is actually my violin recital yeah um and so i know we haven't been doing like the catch-ups of like let me play the song but i actually played for you today and i'm doing two duets Mm -hmm. on next saturday and they're both like one minute songs i guess um, but yeah, I guess they sound okay. They
0: sound awesome. So it'll
3: be me and a bunch of six and eight year olds.
0: Yeah, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take some pictures hopefully and post one. <laughs> it. It's so good that there's a $25 charge I know, in, which so. is
3: like bananas. I, I I used to have piano recitals. I feel like if you're paying for lessons, the recital is the thing you do to give back. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right? Well, that
3: seems weird.
0: I would pay 60 bucks to go see you pl- perform on stage. So well, should... you are
3: because we have to rent a zip car. <laughs>
0: That's true.
3: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> so you might need to
0: return some of those gap pants.
3: So, so it's like a zip car $60 rental and a $25 admission. Priceless. Well. <laughs>
0: I'm joking. I just wanted to see your reaction.
3: Can you take that out of the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> so, you guys just missed a doozy.
3: Right? I'm going to slap this kid. <laughs> Mr. Malin. I apologize. Your son will have a black eye.
0: So what song are you going to play for us today?
3: This will be, um, should I do a Russian song or a spring song?
0: Play whichever one you feel more comfortable for.
3: Uh... I'll do the one where I have my two solos. <laughs> Spring song.
0: Cool. So I forget what this thing is, but uh, this is valve violin.
3: Valve violin hits
1: like a kick to the chin. You know she's in it to oh. wick-a-wick-a-wick-a-win.
0: What's up?
3: That's the spring song. That Lynn. It's like a kick to the chin. You know she's in it to oh. win.
0: That was amazing balls. Good <laughs> job. So, do you want to talk about our David Letterman experience?
3: That was crazy.
0: Well, before we got there, we one of the other places I wanted to take you for lunch was John's Pizzeria, mm-hmm. which is a place uh, our friend Garris told a, told me and John Dan to, go to when we mm-hmm. went, and I liked it so much we we ended up going twice. Yeah. So you and I ended up going to John's Pizzeria, which is a sit-down place, mm-hmm. and it was definitely probably my favorite pizza we had. And we were kind of made the mistake of getting like the world's biggest salad and ordering a large pizza. Oh,
3: there was no like sizes.
0: No, it was huge. Yeah. So, but did you like the pizza there? It was delicious. Delicious, yeah. So John's Pizzeria, if you guys are in New York, I believe it is on like uh, like Forty Fourth and Eighth, something like that. So look it up. It's a great pizza place. So we go to the David Letterman show. I got tickets for that. We we're supposed to get there, I think, about 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Get there, and there's a big lineup. So we get into the line, and we're going one by one. They have to like, get my ID and get our tickets, this and that. But the crazy thing was they had the most enthusiastic pages I have ever seen in my life.
3: Yeah, and you read on TripAdvisor. like That was like the worst.
0: Yeah, yeah on TripAdvisor, they're just like, oh, David Letterman's show is great, a lot of fun, <laughs> cool atmosphere. You will hate the pages.
3: Which is like crazy, because Kenneth the page is like, he's really perky, now take that times 20.
0: Yeah, it's basically like, we went through, we got our ticket, and then before you get to leave again, she had to come back like half hour later. It's like, okay, now you gotta go, you 10 people go, Mm -hmm. you're gonna get an orientation. So it's like you, 10 people, and then a page being like, hey guys, who's ready to laugh today? Yeah,
3: and they're like, all like two girls, one chick who look like... Leah Michelle from Glee, yeah. and then, like, another girl. They're just, like, all, like, in their 20s. Clearly, they're all just trying to make it, whatever. Yeah. And they're, like, telling, like, self-deprecating jokes. It's like, oh, my God, guys, I know you totally want to laugh, but you can't hold your laugh, and you can't laugh like this, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. I'm going to kill you.
0: I'm going to kill you. Yeah, so it's just, like, we had to deal with that. Uh, we left for a bit, went to the music,
3: uh, We MoMA. went to MoMA, which, in real life, I'm, like, really sad that we didn't spend more than, like, but like half an hour dicking around there because yeah. i'm like we didn't get to see any of the exhibits cuz it was such like a time crunch like cuz we had to be back at the David Letterman Show, which yeah. was also very timely, because he retired. Yeah. Spoke about his retirement a week before, so yeah. well done on those tickets. So
0: it's cool we got to, got to see him before he retired. Mm-hmm. So we went back, and we had to get in line with, like, a certain... We were, like, the blue color, or something, so we yeah. had to find our blue people, and they had to get, like, in a certain number line. It's just some people were being pushy, and again, the is like, Hey, guys, what number are you? You're 55? Oh, you're down the line, guy. Yeah. <laughs> and
3: so, like... This, I think what's weird is when we went to orientation, so we, we were in line for, like, another hour. Yeah. Right? When you're, like, going through orientation and you're thinking about, oh, you're going to a late night show and they always want you to be really excited and, like, yeah. just have fun. No. On other shows, they want you to be really excited and have a lot of fun. Yeah. On David Letterman, they want you to have cordial fun. They, they yeah. want you to be tamed in your fun. They're
0: like, okay, guys, let's practice our laughing right now. Give me a laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Like, okay, guys, also, we just want to let you know, there's no wooing in the show.
3: Yeah, there's no wooing. Get out all of your bachelorette yeah. woos with the girls, so, et cetera. So let's
0: all woo right now. Woo! Yeah. Now it's like, all we want is laughter. Ha, ha, ha. ha-
3: laughter and applause when we tell you to applaud. Yeah. Right? But
0: no woos. Remember, and no yelling. No, no che- yelling, yeah. no
3: cheering. Um, spit out your gum. Yeah, like. all this all, crazy stuff. All this stuff. crazy stuff. Which when you watch like Jimmy Fallon, he's like people are going like oh, nuts. Yeah, in the exactly. Audience and everything. So it's just like a really different demographic, I guess. And um, mm-hmm. what you call it. So it felt like really specific, like things you had to do.
0: Yeah. So finally, get inside, get past all the pages, mm-hmm. and
3: the one sassed me. Oh yeah, because I rolled my eyes. Like I rolled my eyes, and she's like, "Don't roll your eyes," yeah. and I was like, "Hey, ah!
0: girlfriend, don't roll your eyes." Yeah,
3: and I was like, "Shut, Shut it, you." Shut it, biatch. Yeah. So
0: get inside, and as always, like I always know studios look smaller in person. Like they always look mm-hmm. huge on TV. Like the stage looked like a decent size, but like the audience of the the Letterman show seemed really tiny. Yeah. I don't know if you got that feeling too. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. We had pretty good seats. We were we had great seats. off to the side, like maybe seven rows up, mm-hmm. and it was fun. The announcer, who I forget that the guy's name, was the show name. he came out and did like some uh, warm up with the crowd. He told some jokes, gave us. He's like, "This is what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. This I'm gonna be like your
3: yeah, go for it." I was just gonna say it was actually really sweet because I'm like, I guess we always forget because we work in T- media yeah. and TV and stuff. Um, we were sitting beside a couple who like had no clue yeah. about like any of this kind of industry, and so they were asking like the sweetest questions yeah. to ask, like the whole time. For
0: sure, so that they was were really nice. nice. they were a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and then the the announcer guy's like, "Okay, guys, are you ready for Paul Schaefer and the Late Night Band?" Yeah. We're like, yeah, like we're real treat for you guys. He's gonna come out, and the band's gonna play a few songs before the show starts. So he's like, "I'm gonna introduce the whole band." <laughs> so he starts introducing people. And he's like, okay, first up, we got our drummer, so-and-so, come on out. Yeah. Now it's the guitar, so-and-so, come <laughs> on out. And then who did he announce as the trombone so player? So then he's
3: like, trombone player, also in other woodwinds, is Tom Bones Malone. And I am like... Pretty unique name. Pretty unique name. And I literally like turned to John, and I was like, yo, John, what do you say? And you're like... You call him Tom, Tom Bones, Bones Malone? Yeah. And I was like, that's my VO person. <laughs> Your
0: VO person who you work with. <laughs>
3: right. Who
0: you've never met. I've never
3: met. It's like a pin pal relationship. But
0: you've talked to him on the phone, emailed him. Yeah. and And what's his name?
3: Tom Bones Malone.
0: Now, there can only be one Tom Bones Malone. Because first of all, like... Who's nickname is Bones? Yeah. (laughs) And who would be Tom Bones Malone?
1: Totally.
3: And it wouldn't be out of character. He works on our music channel. Yeah, he's a musician. He's a musician. So I was just like, oh my God, that's crazy. And I'm like, all of our VO people, we get them because they have in-house recording facilities. So he could live anywhere and just build to a Toronto agency. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, this is crazy. And I was like, in real life, I'm like... I haven't actually, like, entertained Tom in the previous because it's just been so busy. But now I'm like, we jam at work all the time. I'm like, had I known you'd done this, would have been, like, come and jam with us.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll get to all that. Uh, You said, you're like, we're going to go talk to that. We're going to go talk to that guy. I was like, okay, we'll we'll see if that'll happen. (laughs) So then Letterman came out before the show and kind of, like, he had people like, anyone's got questions, let me know. And he was like told some jokes. He seemed like he was in a pretty good mood. He was
3: very much taking the piss out of himself.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, Like. like he would screw up a line or something, be like, oh, I guess it is time for me to retire this or that. So then the show started. It was a lot of fun. Uh, We didn't do any wooings. We clapped. We laughed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the big guest was Rob Lowe. Mm -hmm. We came out and told some jokes, told Mm -hmm. some funny stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was just fun for me, like, doing a late-night class for the last six weeks. I just like seeing all the -the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. And one cool thing was they did their top ten list,
3: which is about tax season. Tax
0: season. And I guess there was technical pro- uh, problems. People didn't like the jokes, but literally they came out and said, okay, guys, we're going to do the top ten list again. Yeah. But they did it with ten completely new jokes.
3: Yeah, because I guess it's like some of them didn't hit. Some of the graphics were off. Yeah. But I think it was the fact that the jokes weren't, some of them weren't as funny. Yeah. Right? And So, so they, they did
0: ten brand new jokes, which I'm like, oh, wait a second, they actually did a bunch of new jokes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's awesome. Like, just to see the behind-the-scenes stuff yeah. there that... They actually had writers. Who, I'm sure they had the joke. They had a bunch of jokes totally. before. They're just like, okay, let's do these ones. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. We got to see Dave. He did some promo shoots, like, mm-hmm. in between breaks and stuff like that. Yep. I think even, like, he he had, like, his, like, the stage director or something. He's like, oh, turn the music. He's like, this guy, he's like, uh, the stage guy is telling Dave a joke. He's like, I want oh, the whole yeah. audience to hear this. So he like, they were just yeah. all these cool behind-the-scenes stuff. There was an awesome band that came and played. Yes. London Grammar, who I'd never really heard of before, but... I never heard of them at all before. I never heard of them. Uh, they sounded a lot, kind of like Florence and the Machines, I think. Yeah. They're really good, so they're going to be the band of the week this week. Nice. So I'll talk more about them at the end of the, the show. But then the show ended, Dave told a couple more jokes, and then you're like, okay, it's go time. Yeah. It's time to go see Tom Bones Malone.
3: Totally. And I'm like, okay, these crazy-ass pages are probably going to be, like, smiling but wanting to, like, get me the hell out of here.
0: Well, they were. They were pretty much being like, okay, guys, show's done. Let's go to the lobby. Mm.
3: And so I was like, never. <laughs> yeah. right? So I was like, yo, let's just go ask this one dude. And I'm like,
0: well, first we were like on the other, like the band was on the other side of the stage. So we were like, you're going through, pushing through people, yeah. pushing through pages. I think if you look like you know what you're doing, people don't question you. Yeah, because they're like, like, okay, guys, let's keep going, no. get out. And You just like kind of push through some people, yeah. like front of the stage, <laughs> and then we got to the side of the stage where the band plays, mm-hmm. and the band had already left. Mm-hmm. And then you saw like someone just on stage, right? Yeah. So,
3: so I was just like, hi. Um, I was just wondering if Tom is here still. Um, I'm like, I work with him.
0: My name's Val. <laughs> my name I work Val. for
3: Bluint Media. Blue it Media. Yeah. I, um, I work with him. He's our VO person. Blah, blah. blah. I just wanted to say hi. Yeah. And then he's like, OK. He's like, hold on, let me go see back. I think the guy's all left, but let me go back and check it out. And so... So
0: he went backstage, comes out like a minute later, he's like, yeah, he's like, Tom's still here, he's going to come out and say hi. He's like, no, guys, come on stage, I don't want you guys to get kicked out of here. So yeah. like, okay, cool. So he said, like, come on, uh, come on the stage. Yeah. He's like, I'll just hang out in the backstage area here. So we kind <laughs> of go backstage with the David Letterman Which show. Which is so
3: crazy. And we're, so, so we're
0: waiting there, and he's like, yeah, the guy will be out in a minute, so... Tom comes.
3: Tom comes. He's in his pink blazer. <laughs> He's
0: a very eccentric guy. Like,
3: very eccentric. Like,
0: a uh, big, loud, pink, uh, suit on Yeah, and stuff. silk,
3: black shirt. Black shirt. And then I'm there, and I'm like, okay, I was going in, I'd like to say, I was going in for, like, a handshake. Mm-hmm. He went in for a hug. Yeah. Right? So he went in for hugs. So I'm like, of course I'll hug somebody I don't know. Of course. Right? So then I was just like, okay, so I go in for a hug. I'm like, oh my god, it's so nice to see you. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is so crazy. It's like a weird pin-pal relationship. Yeah. You know, I just want tell you I think you're great on the channel and stuff and then I was like oh I didn't know you lived here like this is crazy I'm like I like clearly we need to catch up because I didn't know you played in Paul Schaefer's band yeah and he's
0: like yeah yeah he's like you know I've been playing with him for uh, 20 years did this and uh, like yeah you're like uh, so great I uh, we're just out from Toronto he's like oh Toronto yeah I love Toronto haven't been there since I worked on the Blues Brother movie he's like uh, I love uh, Queen Street you know uh, what's that one jazz bar like the oh, Rex. Rex oh Rex yeah, yeah.
3: so good
0: uh, and uh, we're like horseshoe oh horseshoe another great place another great place and then I
3: was like Matt my other uh, friend on my team yeah. I was like oh Matt would say hi I was like Matt's doing great and yeah. I was just like he's like oh okay yeah Matt
0: and you're like yeah you're like oh I wish you, we knew you were in a band because he's like we jam all the time yeah. at work he's like we've we got to have you down and play with us. He's like, yeah, 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 Toronto, great place, a lot of great musicians, this and that.
3: So then I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, so I think it just felt like one of those things where he probably had to go, and I was like, okay, we've been on here for, it was a while. ten minutes. Right? And so, the shitty part is we never asked to take a picture on there. I know. Like, uh, I was like, oh, we should have sat behind the desk or something. I know, because
0: by the time he left, no one was in the stage or we Like We We were totally, all by ourselves. We could have just, like, dicked around, took some totally. pictures. Totally. We weren't really thinking, but Uh, Yeah, we say goodbye. Uh, He gives you a hug. Yeah. Another hug. We're like, okay, bye. Great seeing you. We'll talk to you again. You're like, I'll talk to you soon. He's like, yeah, sure, definitely. Uh, We leave, get out of the studio, and start walking back to the hotel.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: We're walking back, and I'm like, he was super nice.
3: I was like, he's so nice.
0: I was like, but wasn't there something kind of weird about that whole experience?
3: (laughs) I'm like, did you feel
0: something weird? Yeah. Just about the way he was talking? Yeah. You're like, yeah. I'm like, are you 100% sure that... Tom Bones Malone is your voiceover artist? Like, are you sure that was actually him? No. So I'm like, he didn't really seem to talk about anything other than Toronto and like the band. Like, he didn't really mention like, he didn't seem like he knew who you were. (laughs) So I'm like, should we go look this guy up when we get back to the hotel room? Yeah. Got back to the hotel room, and uh, what did we discover?
3: Not the same Tom Bones no, Malone.
0: No, no, that was a complete stranger. So
3: I'm just in the business of hugging strangers. Getting on stage.
0: Your Tom Bones Malone apparently lives in Vancouver.
3: Yeah.
0: This Tom Bones Malone was just a musician for the David Letterman show. <laughs> and I'm like, that's crazy. So if you guys want to get on stage anywhere, anywhere, just say you know someone. Like I was going to say, I bet you I could have been like, uh, to the guy who led us on stage, like, oh, can you get Paul Schaefer? I'm John Candy's nephew. Like, I could have probably yeah. said something like that. And they,
3: Hands down.
0: So yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. We got on stage, backstage of the De- yeah. Dave Letterman mm-hmm. show, talked mm-hmm. to this great musician for 10 totally. minutes, and all we said was we worked with them. So <laughs> And you didn't even work with nope, them.
3: Nope, not at all. The best part was, look how much security it caused to go through yeah. the thing, and then, like, Five seconds of just saying nothing in in real life got us backstage, It's yeah, crazy.
0: It's just hilarious. So um Pays
3: I, to be nice w- and be assertive.
0: Exactly. And I'm just like, the guy hugged you twice. It was I just know. It was hilarious. But, I'm, oh, yeah, I was going to say, he probably just has met so many people in his life that the guy's like, oh, uh, Val's here, who, who's worked with you, wants to say hi. And he's probably like, Val, maybe he's just like, oh, God, I forgot who this is. Great to see you again, Val. Totally. Let me give you a hug. So it's just like... You know, especially in, in this industry where it's like oh, you meet so down. many people.
3: Yeah.
0: So I thought that was pretty hilarious.
3: Uh, only to us. Yeah, only to <laughs> us. It makes for a
0: great story. So. Oh, hands down. I do wish we took a picture on stage, but oh. whatever. I'll post a picture of us outside the Letterman show. Brochure. From there, I rushed to go to class. Yeah. And then you got to do some like alone New York shopping, yeah. right? So you got to, you kind of ventured out by yourself went a bit. Went to like
3: Fifth. Went to like Macy's. Dicked around in there. Place is overwhelming. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just like got a coffee. Just walked around the city like in Times Square like district area, which was really nice.
0: Yeah, and then that was our last day there. I did my course, a lot of fun, mm-hmm. went back, we got some dinner afterwards, mm-hmm. and then... Everything
3: what, was, like, remember we tried to go to Keynes? Yeah. Every place was, like, closed for dinner because they were all having, like, corporate events. Yeah,
0: every place we went to was all these corporate events were right? yeah. goddamn God damn it. So, we had a good restaurant right by the hotel, which yeah. is, It was also Tuesday night at, like, 10.30, so yeah. I'm like, oh, let's just say close closed, by. yeah. So, that was good. Next day, hopped back on the bus, went back to Newark, got on the plane, flew mm-hmm. back to Toronto, and so how, overall, how do you find your New York experience? Oh,
3: amazing, because I found a place we want to live in.
0: Did you actually call a New York apartment? Yes, I did.
3: So, I found a place in New York, and it was, is somebody calling you? Let's
0: just see, someone, uh, oh, someone just, uh, our friend Bill retweeted the picture I posted on Instagram. Oh, nice. So.
3: Um, what you wanna call it? So, no, we found different apartments, because I was like, oh, okay, I really, really like the NoHo, SoHo area. And I was just like, okay, let's just figure out how much, like, cost of living would be there in comparison to what we pay for a two-bedroom in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And so we were looking at places, and it was, like, over double for some. But then we found two places, one of which was, like, 2900 for, like, a two-bedroom. Yeah. But it had, it had pictures and everything, but it never really said square footage. Mm-hmm. And so they actually, on the website, um, the rental website, did a cost of living comparison as to why it was lower, so I appreciate that. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna email this person as soon as you get back to Toronto mm. and ask them about the square footage. And they said, so like, our two bedroom is probably like a little under a thousand. Mm-hmm. They said that their two bedroom, kids yes, I was, just did air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah. Um, two bedroom was like seven hundred and fifty. Right. Which I'm like, you know what? And I asked it's Carl, not it's not bad. Yeah. So New York City. clearly we couldn't bring like everything with us. Yeah. But I was like over the moon. Mm-hmm. I was like. We could afford this. Let's just do it for a year.
0: All we need to bring is one Mac and our mic stand or a mic. We can still record podcasts. Exactly.
3: Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So you know. So I thought I was like I was over. I was like super excited. Like I was like on cloud nine. I'm like, this is happening. You're gonna start writing there. I'll Mm -hmm. just find like a job or do like a lateral move as an editor, and we're good.
0: Yeah, and then we were, like, telling all our friends it's like, no, you can't leave us. Well, the weird thing
3: was, was that, like, I literally get back to work, and, like, at that day, we took so many modes of transportation, like... (sighs) You also crazy. had violin lessons. Had violin lessons at night. Like you just had to like walk to go to work, but then I had to like hop a cab, drop off our shit, then hop on the subway, go up to work. You made me promise to get lunch, yeah, and then I you get. Did you take work. a picture
0: of your lunch <laughs> so I know what you actually ate? Right,
3: and do then, you saw
0: that picture? Yeah, we'll post that picture you think of your food. <laughs> I made you because sometimes. I know you and you get too busy and you won't eat lunch. So I was like, listen, you're coming right from New York. We haven't ate breakfast. You're going to do a full day work and violin lesson. We're not (laughs) going to eat until like 10 at night. Send me a physical picture of you with your food.
3: (laughs) With like a newspaper date. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: I'll, I'll see if we still have that picture and we'll post that.
3: So I think it was really funny. So I get into work and everybody was like so excited and a fair bit of like people in my department weren't. There, the week so they were always like, Oh, so much quieter (laughs) without us being there. And I guess, like, while I was away, like, a lot of changes, like, um, reorganizational changes happened in our building. And so, I got one new or two new people on my team, which was like one of which I haven't really met yet because he's still on the other floor, but one of them who has worked out great, he's an amazing graphic designer. Um, he came on our team. I literally get into work and mm-hmm. people just start bombarding me and being like, we need to talk to you, we need to talk to you. And I'm just like, "But, ah, John and I found a place that yeah. we really, really like. And my EVP, um, so like my big, big boss, Jamie, he just like comes up and he starts singing like New York, New York to yeah. me and he's so excited. About life and everything, and he's like, "How was it?" I'm like, "Oh my God, John and I found a house." Yeah. I mean, like, and he's like, "Excuse me?" You can't leave. And he's like, "You can't leave." And he, I was like, "Okay, well, not yet." And then he's like, "No, seriously." He's yeah. like, "Did you find a place? Is that why John went down?" There? <laughs> and he was like so concerned. And because you're the like,
0: best work, they don't want nobody wants. So to no, leave but you. it was
3: just like it was actually like really heartwarming. Yeah, of course. Really like they really, love
0: me. They really
1: they love really me.
3: love me here. And so I was just like, he's like, "You have to give me at least a month and a half," yeah. and I was like. Well, okay, yeah. but I'm like, really like this place. Yeah. And I'm like, we had a great time and I was talking about Letterman and everything and how like John and I we were trying to get tickets to everything else, but yeah. everything else was like sold out. And so like for the next three days, because we got Mac on a Wednesday, he would just like come up to me at one point in the day. He's like, So do you really want to go to New York or whatever? And I was like, Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the funny thing was was that the next morning at like five in the morning, he actually scored us VIP tickets to go see Jon Stewart. When awesome. we were there in June, and I started laughing, he's like, so do you like John Stewart? As soon as I got to work, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I do. And so it's like, if you're going to buy my love, I will take it. So I like yeah. it. So that was pretty fun. Yeah.
0: So it was a great, that
1: was oh. only,
3: yeah. So ahead. sorry. So I guess what was like stranger for me was that I was like, I'm leaving. And then like one of the people on my team actually quit, but mm. not quit in like bad spirit, quit yeah. for good things. For sure. So that was, I guess, what Jamie was a little bit concerned. Oh yeah, about like, I can't keep, I can't li- keep yeah. losing people.
0: Yeah. So this was the first episode, and that was only like three days. And look like at all <laughs> the craziness. Uh, we're gonna end this, but before we end this, I should probably try a new freestyle rap.
2: Yo, John's freestyle. Yo yeah, 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 yo, yeah, yo. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, do you have your phone? I have to time you. Yeah,
0: we're going to time it. I, I know what I realized? One of the reasons why I maybe wasn't the greatest was because I didn't have any... <laughs> vocabulary
3: didn't expand past dick.
0: So. <laughs> dick, shit, slick. I didn't have any background music. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the My stupid iPhone... If you guys know... I have, it always says I have two messages. Text is that what you were texting? Yeah. It says I have two text messages, but I don't have any text messages. I don't know how to get rid of the stupid number two. I've reset it. I've restarted it. I've done all these things. If you guys know how to get rid of uh, what when it says two messages on your text. Two
3: notifications.
0: Anyway, so. Okay. I'm going to put in a freestyle beat, and I'm going to rap. You
3: already have it pre-planned. No,
0: this is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to, you guys might be able to hear the music in the background. Maybe not. I'm going to type an instrumental and you tell me when to stop and that will be the song I use. So I don't have any of this planned out. Okay. Okay, so you gave, the topic is called Stir the Stew. Yeah. Okay, now tell me when to stop and this will be the instrumental. So I'm going to go, tell me when to stop. Stop! Okay, the uh, the, the instrumental is Hit em Up by Tupac. Okay. So I'm going to freestyle this beat, I'll try and turn the music up. Okay. And um... I'm
3: going to time you. And you can't say dick.
0: Oh, well, you can't put restraints on a poet.
3: Yeah, you can't when you can't get past dick.
0: Okay, so the beat start You start timing when I start rapping, so I gotta let the beat kick in first. Okay, okay. ready? Let's do it. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> Got to warm, no, this is me oh, just warming okay. up. Okay, I'm gonna go real tough on this beat. You gotta get ready for it. Hold on, hold on, let the beat come around. Give me a second to stir the stew, oh, oh, it's your boy, John. Okay, okay, here we go, yo, we going to stir the stew and I'm gonna get some brew to drink because you know what, I gotta keep on rapping because I'm so tired of all y'all crapping on me <laughs> and what I bring to the street, you know what, I'm going to keep on walking down by the pond and I'm going to come home and eat some food because my my girl Val, she made some great food. She made stuff like potatoes and other great things for me. I feel like a king of the south when I put that food in my mouth. You know what? Uh, we're in this room with four walls. I got a girl, she want to lick up my balls. It's not about my dick, so I'm going to keep on rapping. Oh.
3: Balls and dick, same thing. And then you just said dick as to not. I know refer to say yeah. To
0: dick. <laughs> okay, let, let, you know what? We're gonna give you guys a treat. Let's do one more freestyle. Give me another topic. I'm gonna pick another beat. I, I had some good words there for a sec. I had the to
3: south s- and mouth was good.
0: I had to say balls when I. You I, can't say okay,
3: balls. Okay,
0: uh, so for tell me when to stop for instrumental. Stop. Okay, it's ooh. Uh, okay, this is Get X by Jay Juan. uh, what do you want the topic to be? Subways. Subways, okay. Ready? Okay. Oh, taking this one back to the streets on this, this beat right now. Gonna feel real gutter, keep it from, uh, Ashley the Classy. Okay, wait for it, wait for that beat to kick in. Here we go, here we go, it's your boy, okay. Okay, okay, I'm about to hit the subway, like I just got paid, because you know what? It's Friday, and I don't care what you say about me, I keeps it lean and mean and clean, because I'm going to do whatever I can. When I get hot, I turn on the fan, and you know what? You can make fun of me, but I'm going to keep on rapping, because I will not stop. I'm going to bop my head back and forth, like it's 4th of July, and I just ate warm, Apple pie that my mom made cause she's so darn sweet and I don't mind if you wanna meet with me later, even after class. What is this song it sounds like stupid ass? Uh I'm gonna shake my hands and then I'm gonna predict a plan of how hard I'm gonna come in these streets when you
3: <laughs> stop <laughs> Rose and you only mentioned Subway once. Oops. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that wasn't about subways <laughs> at <laughs> all. <laughs> and I'm out
3: here. Wait,
0: okay, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, that's it, okay. Yo, Giants Freestyle, yo, 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 yo. Yo. yo.
3: Oh, I was gonna say, well, that was a fun way to start the season.
0: I had some decent raps there. I, I brought some two good raps. You had some you good know, stories. You
3: know, there's some good balls coming. <laughs> it's all good.
0: Listen, just because your violin is fantastic, <laughs> I'm still, you know, getting used to the, <laughs> these these freestyles, but. Yeah. Uh, we were only going to do like an hour podcast. This when is going to like an hour ever. and a half. I know. So, well, thank you again to the award winner, Val, for uh, doing I'm going to go
3: stir some gonna stew. I'm going to go stir
0: the stew. Okay. I'm going to do the band of the week.
3: Done. You should call this podcast Stir the Stew from here. Stir the
0: Stew. Yeah, I like it.
3: Done.
0: And as always, if you make it this far into the podcast, I like to reward you guys with my band of the week. And the season five band of the week premiere is London Grammar. Now, as I said, we got to see these guys perform on the David Letterman Show. And they are awesome. It's a female lead singer, uh, a guitarist, and like a piano slash drum player guy. So they were really good. If you like Florence and the Machine type music, this is right up your alley. Their debut album is called If You Wait, and I think it just came out probably a couple months ago. Fantastic. A lot of fun. The song I'm going to play is the song they actually played on Late Night with David Letterman. and It's called Strong by London Grammar. So, Without further ado, that's all I'm gonna say. It's such a great song, I don't need to say anything else. Let's give it a listen. This is Strong by London Grammar. Like I said, all the ways get in contact with me if I remember correctly, facebook.com slash live605. Pictures, videos, all kinds of stuff will be up there. Follow us on Twitter, I'm at Malencamp. Val's Val Gomez with a Z, 23, Val Gomez 23. And it's the same with our Instagram and our Vines. You can find us at the same users and live at 605.potomac.com to be cool like our friend Kenny in Boston and donate to the podcast. So that's it. Until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. Be rude. I've excused you for a while While
2: I'm wide-eyed And I'm so down caught in the middle Ciao Excuse me for a while Turn a blind eye with a stare caught right in the middle Voilà moi.